Friday on Locked On Anaheim Ducks. Elimination Wednesday was wild. What the heck was that, Nate Thompson? And what the heck was that, Coyotes? All of this on today's Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. What was that? What the heck was that? Anybody? What'd you think? No? Yeah, that, that was bad. That was crap. Oh, boy. Welcome, everyone, to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, brought to you by rockauto.com. I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez, trying to navigate through these wild Stanley Cup playoffs. Yes, it is officially the playoffs. It's not just qualifying games anymore. Oh, no. No, we're done with the qualifying games. The, quote, playoffs. Are they really the, are they really the playoffs? I, I don't know. Qualifier stats are considered playoffs, I guess. But... That's all I can say about that. Sure. Uh, don't forget to rate, comment, subscribe if you haven't already. The- these games have just driven me to just wackiness. These are the kind of games that can drive people to insanity. They can drive them to drinking. Especially after you lose 7 nothing to the Avs. And then you do it again! They did exactly what they were not supposed to do. I'm of course talking about the Arizona Coyotes. Maybe... If someone was hosting the Coyotes, they would have been three bottles deep by now. But since I'm only covering them part-time, I'm not necessarily three bottles deep. I'll just say that. That that was bad. That that was horrible. Yeah, let's let's talk about it. The Arizona well, let's talk about the fact that there is still no locked on coyotes host. And now that the season is mercifully over for the Arizona Coyotes, yeah, I'm gonna hopefully talk to someone that wants to be unlocked on coyotes. For the following season. We've got four months. I'm sure we could find someone by then. If not, then uh, I, I don't know. I mean, who wants who wants to cover them? Who wants to cover the Arizona Coyotes after that embarrassing, abysmal, disappointing 7-1 to one loss to lose the series four games to one? They didn't put up a fight. It seems like they just did not try. It was so bad. Even Paul Bissonnette was at a loss for words. Paul Bissonnette, the guy who derisively calls himself Paul Mistonnette on Twitter, he was at a loss for words on the radio side of things. And this was one game where I did want to listen to the radio. Even during the second intermission, the second intermission, you had Paul Bissonnette on the radio saying, let's look forward to the following season. Yeah, they've already given up when they've allowed six goals in two periods. Let's talk about the game, shall we? Do we have to talk about this? Yes, we do. Game four, they lost 7 nothing. They gave up three power play goals. Lather, rinse, repeat. They do it again. Are you kidding? Let's break down what happened. Nazim Kadri got the first power play goal to make it one nothing. Colorado. Here we go again. That call, that, that was a bad one. That was a delay of game puck over the glass. It, it happens. It, it happens, okay? Fine. Then the next penalty... Michael Grabner got called for hooking against Kel McCarr. Okay, that was a bad penalty to take. That was a bad one. And then right towards the end of that power play, Samuel Girard got his first of the postseason, making it 2-0 Colorado. But then, oh, Nazim Kadri's added again. He scores his sixth goal of the postseason to give Colorado a 3-0 lead. Oh, Lord, here we go again. Burakovsky and Donskoy got the helpers on that one. So it's 3-0 Colorado. I tweeted it would take some discipline and maybe some luck 
for Arizona to come back. Did they say disciplined? Oh, no, they didn't say disciplined. Of course not. These are the Coyotes we're talking about. These are the 2020, the late 2020 Coyotes, a team that typically is pretty disciplined. No, I don't know what happened, but they just had a lack of it. The third power play for Colorado. Oh, my God. They didn't score on that one. Oh, thank heavens. Yeah, the fourth one, not so much. After Nathan McKinnon got the fourth goal for the Colorado former Rockies. I'm kidding, of course. They're they're now a different team. Nathan McKinnon scored again. His fourth of the postseason. He got a power play goal to make it 5-0 Colorado. At that point, you just say, no, peace out. It's over. It's done. Yeah, that's too many. Oh, by the way, Colorado scored again. Nikita Zadorov got his first of the postseason also late in the second period. Before you know it, the Colorado Avs are up 6-0. 6-0 on the Arizona Coyotes. And that's when you said, the season's done. It, it, it's done. Back up the truck. Back up the truck. Turn the place into a parking lot. Let's go home. Let's get out of the bubble. Fine. Colorado was out shooting Arizona. 30-18. to 30-18. to 18. Once again, Arizona getting out shot. Oh, by the way, shots were even in third period, but that was garbage time. So that makes a minus 12 shot differential for the Coyotes and Colorado. Oh, by the way, Colorado got the extra point converted in the third period when JT Comfer got his third of the postseason. Oh, by the way, Clayton Keller got a goal. Yippee. Final score, Colorado 7, Arizona 1 in two games. Arizona gave up 14 goals. 14! Darcy Kemper was responsible for 13 of them. Just to give you some perspective, before Game 4... Darcy Kemper had a 932 save percentage. 932. Goals against were about two and a half. In just two games, his goals against went up to a three and a half. His save percentage plummeted to an average 913. Yeah. That all happened in two games. Two games! That's how bad it was. Oh, but it gets worse. That negative 12 shot differential, that wasn't even the worst. They'd had minus 26, minus 28, minus 15. So in the entirety of that round, they had a minus 77 shot differential. Throughout the entire postseason, they had a minus 115 shot differential. You mean to tell me that the Arizona Coyotes allowed 115 more shots to the opposition in only nine games? What is that? That's ridiculous, one would say. Yeah, that's an average of giving up. I can't even do that math right now. That's how bad it was. Over nine games. Let's see, 115 over nine. Oh, that's about an average of, oh, 12 and change on average. That's how bad this Coyotes team got towards the end. See, they didn't look that bad against Nashville. It was a minus 38, but it wasn't that bad. Minus 6, minus 2, minus 12, minus 18. They were getting worse as the postseason progressed. They were getting worse. And then it just... It, it, I don't want to say... It snowballed. It was an avalanche. That's what it was. And it just kept rolling and rolling and rolling. God, I don't even know what more to say about that game. What was that? So, 
final time I get to talk about the Coyotes this season. Maybe I'll talk about them one more time this season as a more proper postpartum instead of recording this immediately after hockey's done. Because, as you can probably tell, (laughs) there was a lot of wacky hockey today. Not just out in Edmonton, but a former Duck. What the heck was that? We'll talk about that after the first intermission. But first, I want to talk to you all about rockauto.com. They have all the parts your car will ever need, and they are very reliable. Family owned and operated for over two decades, rockauto.com has the parts for your Toyota, your Chevy, Maybe you drive an old Yugo. Maybe they have those parts too. They have parts for old Ferraris, for old Mustangs. You want to spruce up that old Chevy Impala? They have parts for that too. RockAuto.com has a very, very extensive inventory of parts for cars dating back to the 1930s, if you can believe that. So once again, check out RockAuto.com and in the box where it says, How did you hear about us? Tell them that Locked On sent you. Or tell them that Locked On Ducks sent you. So once again, in the how did you hear about us, tell them Locked On sent you. RockAuto.com. All the parts your car will ever need. Rock Auto. Yeah, all right. After the first intermission, we're going to talk about some former Ducks and one former Duck in particular that I, I guess he had a game-winning assist. Yeah, I guess he had an assist on a game-winning goal. Sort of. We'll talk about that after the first intermission. Stay locked in. Welcome back to Locked on Anaheim Ducks. I have calmed down a little bit. Uh, by the way, this is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, and Locked On Anaheim Ducks is brought to you by rockauto.com, all the parts your car will ever need. So I talked in length about the Arizona Coyotes, And I will hopefully have just a time where I'm a little more calm and actually talk about their whole season because at least the fans deserve that, right? They deserve it. But first, let's talk about a former duck, Nate Thompson. What the hell, man? I mean, that was awful. Let's talk about the Montreal Canadiens and the Philadelphia Flyers, a team that Ducks fans could be rooting for because there are two former Ducks on the Philadelphia Flyers right there. You have the Elite 1C, Derek Grant. And then you also have Nate Thompson. Remember Nate Thompson, guys? He was on the Ducks a few years ago. Uh, Former Duck of old. I shouldn't say that old, but he's 35 years old, guys. I mean, come on. It's a long time ago. Also a former LA King, but more so a former Anaheim Duck. Whatever. He's a former SoCal guy. So he goes into the game having scored a goal. Okay, great. Great! Scored one. Oh, by the way, he's also a former Canadian, which is the team that they happen to be facing right now. So what's happened in that game? Well, first off, the Flyers were up 3-1 to one in the series. They were looking to close things out. Joel Armia did get the first goal of Shorty to put the Habs up one nothing. Then Jacob Voracek got two goals back-to-back, two power play goals to make it 2-1. to one. At that point, you're thinking, oh, oh, Voracek is going to put this team on his back. And they're going to pull through and win this series. And this is coming late in the day after three previous series had already gone final. And three series had ended earlier that day. So I'm thinking, God, can we at least have one game six? Can we? Well, wait, no. 
Yeah, we already have one. Okay, can we have at least two Game 6s? Maybe three? That'd be nice. I, I like hockey. I like seeing more hockey. I don't want to see every series end in five. So Jacob Voracek at least gave Flyers fans hope that they would end the series. But no, it, it got interesting after that. It got interesting, folks. Joel Armia got his second of the game to make it 2-2. Two to two. But that wasn't the funny part of that goal. No, sir. The hilarious part about that goal came about ten, about five seconds after Carter Hart. <laughs> I, I still laugh when I think about this because it just happened. So Carter Hart let in a softy. He's going to want that one back because Joel Armia had no business scoring that goal. And Carter Hart had no business letting that one in. So what happened immediately after that? Nick Suzuki came from the from the left side and gave Carter Hart a little head pat for letting in that goal. Yeah, the Montreal Canadiens' Nick Suzuki patted the Flyers' Carter Hart on the head after letting in that softy. You could tell Carter Hart was a little bit pissed off about that. But Nick Suzuki, I would kind of give him an unofficial assist on that one. Because after Suzuki pad, padded Carter Hart on the head, he got under his skin and he pissed him off. And only a minute later, on the power play, Brendan Gallagher finally got off the schneid and baseballed one in. Really, that was right in midair. Brendan Gallagher took a swing and he connected for his first of the postseason, finally scored one. That's why I called it a baseball goal. And that gave the Habs a 3-2 lead. As a goalie, you're just ticked off by that point. You're like, what the hell? Really? <sighs> so now we're thinking, okay, the Habs have a 3-2 lead. Can they hold on? Uh, not so fast. Joel Farabee got his third of the postseason on a power play. A very nice goal, by the way. Streaking down, making it 3-3. But only 22 seconds later, and our host chat was going berserk at this point. Nick Suzuki scores his second of the postseason. He is super pumped about that one. That gave the Habs a 4-3 lead on that particular play. Nate Thompson, he brought the puck to the corner, trying to hold it there for a while behind Carter Hart as the Flyers maybe go for a line change, but Thompson has it in the corner. He does a kind of a back pass. Trying to pass it to, I don't know, I, I think he was maybe, maybe trying to pass it to Robert Hag. I mean, he was kind of in the vicinity. Hag probably could have been there, but Nate Thompson just kind of threw it to nowhere. And that ended up going in the hands of Jonathan Drouin. And he had a slick behind the back pass to Nick Suzuki. I mean, look, it was a very nice no-look pass to Nick Suzuki. I'll give Drouin that. But Nate Thompson, what are you doing making that pass? That is something you should not do. If you're going to make that kind of errant pass, make it a shorter pass or at least make sure to pass it to the guy that's actually next to you. You have Justin Braun right there. Pass it to him. Don't go for the bigger pass to Hag. Braun's right there. He could have passed it off right there off the boards. But no, anywhere else he could have passed it. So that's why I kind of indirectly give Nate Thompson an assist on that one because he passed it directly to Jonathan Drouin to Nick Suzuki. So that ended up being the game-winning goal. And the Montreal Canadiens would go on to win 5-3. to three. 
that series is three to two. So Montreal still kind of has a chance, I guess. But man, Nate Thompson do better. And Derek Grant, he's been a little bit invisible. He's kind of been invisible on that line. I know the Flyers are trying to move some pieces around by putting certain players on the second line. They're just they're shifting around at this point. Go with what worked the first time. Just have your first game lines out there and go with that. And the rest of the games that took place on that Wednesday. There was a lot of games on Wednesday. It was Elimination Wednesday. I had already talked about the Coyotes being eliminated in five games. Earlier in the day, the Tampa Bay Lightning had a 2-0 lead. Blew that. Columbus scored four in a row to make it 4-2 Columbus going late into the third period. On goals from Nick Foligno, Stenland, Wenberg, and Oliver Bjorkstrand. They all scored. It was 4-2 with about eight minutes left. And then Kevin Chattenkirk got his first of the postseason to make it 4-3. Okay, it's getting late in the game. Columbus has a one-goal lead very late in the game. And then it all went away just like that with only a minute and a half left. And Tampa Bay, at desperation time, Anthony Chiarelli scores his first of the postseason to tie the game at four. And you can hear the disappointment in the radio guys from Columbus. They were pissed about that. So then we go to overtime. 5-12 into overtime. Braden Point got the game winner. He got the series winning goal for the Tampa Bay Lightning as they won the game 5-4. And believe it or not... Tampa Bay finally slayed the Dragon. They eliminated the Columbus Blue Jackets in five games. So now Columbus is out. Tampa Bay moves on. Then the game after that, Carolina versus Boston. Carolina got off to a one nothing lead early on a fantastic goal from Hayden Fleury. And that's all they would score. David Krejci and Patrice Bergeron. And the Bergeron score was late. That was a power play goal with about three seconds left. That gave the Bruins a 2-1 victory. They won their series in five games. And I feel bad for my buddy Jared, host of Locked On Hurricanes. They were really, really looking forward to extending this series. And it looked like they were. It did. I thought Carolina was going to win this game. Boston somehow pulled through. They win the series four games to one. So, the Lightning won their series. Boston won their series. Colorado won their series. Philadelphia blew it. So the nightcap. That was a fun one too. Vancouver ended up winning that game 4-3. The Vancouver Canucks lead that series three games to two. Thursday's games. They are both game five. Sorry. Game five, Islanders and Capitals. Islanders will likely close it out. We'll see. Game six, Dallas leads that series 3-2 over or against the Calgary Flames. Both of those series could end tonight. Then on Friday, we have two Game 6s. Friday night, we have the Flyers and the Canadians and the Blues and the Canucks. We will have a shorter show tomorrow. We'll have one more show. Yeah, I I said it'd be three shows. Uh, Just to peel back the curtain, down in Southern California, we've been experiencing some extreme heat. So much so that some of our power has gone out throughout the week. 
and yesterday was kind of an adventure trying to find some place that had an internet connection. And that's how bad it gets when you record an episode and you have it on your laptop, but you can't upload it because you have no power, you have no internet. So that's kind of what we've been dealing with here in SoCal this weekend. Really all of California with all the wildfires going on with the extreme heat. Just be careful out there. Stay cool if possible. Um, if you must go to the beach, but if you're going to go to the beach, you know, wear a mask, please. Just be safe out there, guys. Uh, that's going to do it for today's show. Be sure to rate, comment, subscribe if you have not already. And follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Ducks or follow me personally at StimpyJD. And you can hear this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, or wherever you hear your podcasts. And don't forget to check out Locked on NHL. Ask your smart device to play Locked on NHL, and you'll hear some fantastic commentary from some of our top hosts taking place on the Locked on NHL network. So there's that. All right. Yeah, I think I'm going to go watch some hockey replays and take a nice shower. Yeah, can't believe all those series ended. Maybe we'll have more series end on Thursday. We'll see. For Locked on Anaheim Ducks, this is an exhausted Jason J.D. Hernandez saying be safe out there, be kind to everyone, and hey Anaheim, Ducks, fly together.